Welcome to the Bethel Church Podcast. Each week you'll be able to check in for our messages from Sunday and other material. We hope that our messages encourage you in your walk in daily faith with Jesus. Make sure to check out our website, BethelStratford.org. kicked off 2021 with the small uh, series called Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. And many of you were a part of that. Many of you were a part of those small groups in that series as we walked through it. We had over, uh, just over 100 people involved in small groups through that series. Uh, that's probably one of the best turnouts we've had. And it's continued to stay that way as you've con- stayed connected with each other walking through different series that we've done. Um, a lot of us got a lot out of emotionally healthy spirituality, and depending how your year has gone, you might want to go back and read through it or do the devotions just to kind of give you a, a fresh revise of being emotionally healthy through the years that we're going through. Um, after that, we did a small group study on relationships. We had a small group for married couples called What Happy Couples Know. And then we also had one for singles called Love, Dates, and Heartbreaks. And we had people a part of that. After these studies, we relaunched something in the summertime that's called Connect Groups. And for the ladies, this was something they had started uh, the previous year, and it went really well. And so, uh, men, we just stole the idea and started running some of our own. Um, Better ones, I must say. Um, I'm just joking. They're all great. Um, No, we ran some great Connect Groups. Everybody started getting connected and plugged in together and hanging out together. Uh, Just so you are aware, we will be starting those up again Uh, coming up this summer, and I'm looking forward to that. I hope those who enjoyed it are looking forward to it again. And if you haven't been a part of a small group or a connect group, I encourage you to join one. If you say, well, Chad, there's not really a connect group that's, you know, of my interest, then talk to us about hopefully maybe you starting one. Uh, What a connect group looks like is you doing something you enjoy and inviting people along. That's the responsibility level. Well, I just don't know if I'm a leader. If you go for a walk around the river in Stratford and you're like, I really like walking with people, then just let us put it up as a connect group and see if somebody will join you. And that's what a connect group is. It's literally just connecting and doing something you enjoy. And so if you want to be a part of that or run one, please let us know. Then in the fall, we started small groups up again. And this time we tried something different. We tried sermon-based small groups where you discuss what we talk about on Sunday mornings. And the emphasis in this, and it's still the emphasis in it, is on community and doing life together. And how does the message apply to your life? And how, does, how do you live it out daily? Uh, I want you to know, Melissa and I, we run a small group in our home. And, and as a leader of that small group, those are the two most awkward questions for me to ask my group. Because I'm the one who preached the message. So it's like, so what did you get out of my message? It's, it's awkward when they're all silent after I ask the question. Um, but it's how do we walk this through as a Christian life? Because let's be honest, many of you have heard so many messages, but if we're honest, the part that we struggle with is not understanding sometimes. It's not even uh, knowing where it is in the Bible, but really the challenge is applying it to our lives every day, every moment. And that's what we're trying to build together. We're trying to do life together where not only are you looking at the word of God, but how does it apply? Praying for each, each other, ministering to one another. And being there for one another. Walking through life. So when you go through a hard time, there's people around you to strengthen you 
and walk with you. We had about nine groups last fall, and we have uh, 11 starting up right now. And so you can join one right now. We have six for in-person, and we also have five happening on Zoom. So whatever you're comfortable with, we have it there for you, different times of the day, different times, uh, different evenings. So go online, look under small groups, and check that out. Um, Out of our small groups this past fall, we started a small group for young adults. And the young adults small group took off so much that now we don't have a young adult small group. We have a young adult ministry. Yeah, you guys are missing the good points here. We've got to celebrate some stuff because what happens is we have a generation that goes through kids, junior high, youth, and then sometimes they have a hard time finding a place. And we've tried as staff a few times to start a young adults ministry, and it has failed horribly. And then uh, we just had one young man who's like, I'm going to do a small group, and can we kind of open it up to young adults? And we're like, yeah, you can give it a try. And just boom. It took off. And so now it's amazing. It's incredible. And so we're excited to see what God is doing there. Uh, Some of our ministry areas have struggled the last few years because it's just been hard to be able to do ministry the way we used to do it. And so 50 plus is one of these groups. Uh, The last couple of years have been challenging for them. But this past summer, they were able to get together for a barbecue at Tom and Heather Clifford's house. Not only did they have great food and fellowship, but they had great weather that day. And it was nice for them to get together and minister together and talk to each other and and reconnect. And there was about 40 people out for that event. And just a great time. Who doesn't like sunshine and food? Amen? We all are just praying for that right now. Um, And then in November, they were able to gather together again to celebrate Christmas. And they had Stu and Becky Dahl share with them. And it was a great time again to reconnect see each other, hang out together, have some food, and hear a great testimony. Um, And we are praying that not only for their ministry, but for some other ministries, we're able to get back together this year in ways that we used to. Our children's ministry, it was a tough year for them to start off as well. Pastor Ashley and her team had to be creative and flexible in ministry as things changed. And so they had to be flexible with open kids ministry, and then closing kids ministry, and then reopening kids ministry. And the volunteers who were in that that were, have been faithful and flexible with all of the changes that have been happening, all the different requirements and the changes. I want to say, and Pastor Ashley asked me to say to all of you, thank you. Thank you for your flexibility. Thank you for your patience. As things are changing and changing every day, um, again, we can't do this without you. Kids Ministry did some online ministry for a while. Uh, They did pre-service kids' church on Sunday mornings on Zoom right before the service started so kids could see each other and talk to one another. Um, midweek programs, they started online and doing games online. If you remember, last year we did a family day virtual game, game night. And uh, us pastors were here making fools of ourselves and entertaining you guys for about an hour and a half. Um, which seems like a Sunday morning sometimes. Um, and then they did a drive through graduation. And then they also did Bethel's Got Talent online, which was really amazing to see. Um, the creativity that people have when all of a sudden they don't have to do their talent right here on a stage and what they could do outside. It was very interesting to see uh, the creativeness that has come out of this season. Uh, They went on to having a backpack giveaway uh, night here at the church with an outdoor movie, and they gave away tons of backpacks to the community. And all the extra backpacks were given to uh, schools in the area. Our kids' ministry tried something new this summer with... uh, summer camps on demand and they had about a hundred participants between the three different weeks 
And the amazing thing was this. It was an opportunity, again, for so many people to be involved with creativity and share their talents and wisdom and, cre- and teach kids. And so we had different ones that were happening where they had an outdoor one. They had uh, a couple outdoor ones, actually. And then they had a cooking one. And they were able to shoot videos and bring in all the different people from the church involved in that. And it was amazing. In August, we brought on Pastor Kristen on staff as Pastor Ashley prepared to go on maternity leave. And it was around this time where Pastor Ashley uh, excitedly was able to get her credentials with our Western Ontario District. And so she is now credentialed with our district. For all of you that didn't clap, you don't know how challenging it is to get your credentials. Uh, Since Pastor Kristen has been here, her and her team have started up our midweek program and it's going great. Uh, We've opened up more classrooms on Sunday mornings and kids are continuing to come out as as families and and children are feeling more comfortable. Uh, Our numbers every week are continuing to climb for the kids that are in the kids program. And again, we want to thank the kids ministry team uh, for all of the work that you are doing. Again, because on Sunday mornings, especially and midweek, we can't do any of this without our volunteers. There's no way that one person could run what's going on up the hall right now. And so again, without you, we can't do anything here at the church. And so thank you. Uh, Bridge 5-6 this year turned into Bethel Junior High, just changing the name. And now they're having, able to get back together and minister together. It's been great. But they started the year off with take-home kits and doing ministry at home and online. They had about 30 to 50 people each month taking home these take-home kits. And the leaders really stepped up. It was interesting to watch the leaders because so many leaders that had to uh, step up and start teaching online and that are not, never stood in front of a camera before and only talked to a camera. And if you've never done that where you have to be entertaining to somebody and all that's in the room is a camera, um, it's challenging and stretching. So for the leaders who had to do that, you did amazing and watching you grow was incredible. Then in the summer, we had a couple connect groups even with the junior highs. And I want to thank Morgan and Elaine for leading the girls' group and leading them so incredibly. And Pastor Carlo and Rick for leading the boys' group. And in the fall, they were actually one of the groups that was able to go and attend an event for a little while. They were able to go to Momentum, which is a junior high conference. And it was a great experience for everybody involved at that conference. And for all the leaders involved with that ministry, again, thank you. Thank you so much. I feel like the way we're clapping, we're at a golf tournament. Can you just be excited for a minute what God is doing? I think we forget that when a life is transformed, in heaven they celebrate. On earth we golf clap. And then we ask God why he doesn't do more. We need to celebrate what he is doing. Because when we are faithful with little... We will be faithful with much. I believe when we celebrate with what God is doing, he will give us more to celebrate. Amen? Chad, are you telling us and forcing us to clap? No, you can do what you want. But don't ask God to move more. Oh, Chad, that was harsh. Maybe a little bit. But if we want God to move, we need to celebrate with what he's doing. Ladies' ministry was able to do some beautifully fought events online, and they were able to do some in person. They were actually able to get away to a one-day retreat as well, plus their connect groups uh, was amazing and happened and connected with so many different people. And again, those connect groups are going to be happening this summer as well. They were able to give away last year 30 love baskets to single parents that we just ended up doing again this year. 
men's ministry, we did a couple connects online, and we were able to do our connect groups this summer as we stole the idea from the ladies. And again, these are coming this summer, and I hope you are interested in that as well. So if you're interested in leading one or being a part of one, talk to myself or Pastor Charles, and we will get you connected in that. Also, men, here is something that I feel that is in need really soon as things, as March 1st hits. I really feel like another wing night is in, in timing. Only like three guys excited. I was, I was really shocked there. The rest are speechless. That's it. Or they're just thinking wings and drool is coming down their mouth. I'm going to say that you're, you're speechless. Uh, student ministries, they started online in January with great engagement. February, they started calling Love Month last year, as you've heard the advertisement this year already, that they're trying to raise some money again. Last year, they set a goal for $1,000 for Shelter Link. They raised $1,200. If you don't remember that, remember when Pastor Carlo all of a sudden looked like a boys band, bleach blonde hair? That's what happened. Here's what you have to realize. As we talk about giving money to these different organizations, they are shocked when a church shows up giving away money. And so when we walk in and we hand them money, it opens their eyes to a different expression of church, a different understanding of what the church can be. And so this is why it's so important. And so they are hoping to raise uh, $1,500 this month to give to ShelterLink again. I'm not sure where they're at with that. Um, I do know that Pastor Carlo chickened out this year and he's not dyeing his hair. But my understanding is there is a leader that's going to have to wax their legs. And by that, it's a guy, just to clarify. For all the ladies who are like, what's the big deal? No, it's a guy that has to do it. Um, and so I would just encourage you, is it... You're only 50%? We only got like one day left. All right, so you need $750. I encourage people in the room right now. Let's just write checks and let's see this. Who's waxing their legs? Who's, who's waxing their legs? Zach and Bride, one each. I think they have to wear shorts next Sunday. <laughs> um, so then they continued to switch back to live. They ended up making a switch from Zoom to live streaming on YouTube because they were getting better feedback. And again, this opened up creativity for students to be involved. If you've never seen some of these, I would almost encourage you to go back on our YouTube channel and watch some of these because we would gather as a family and actually uh, Miles would be like, can I just go youth, do youth by myself? And we would actually force him to sit at the table with us so we could be a part of youth ministry um, through the uh, times with Ben, um, seeing what Jack Brookholder would build on Minecraft. And these guys were so creative and so funny. It was amazing. So you need to go and watch some of these. Um, and then stay around and listen to what Pastor Carlos spoke on. Um, <laughs> They were able to do connect groups as well in the summertime. They were able to do a trip to Canada's Wonderland. They were able to kick off in September in person, which brought out actually a record number of over 50 students were coming in attending. In November, they were able to continue their annual question nights. And this is an amazing time where the kids can just, they write on uh, questions and they drop it in a basket and nobody knows whose questions are what. And they're just given the opportunity to ask questions. And then the leaders sit up front and they begin to answer their questions that they have. 
in such a powerful time. Most times it's planned for one night. It turns into two or three because of all the questions. And December brought their annual Christmas party, and they had a great time together. Now, as a church, as a church, we had a great time this past year. We did a lot of ministry. We were flexible. We were changing all the time. And thank you again for your patience and flexibility. Um, but this past year, we're able to celebrate some things. Uh, we were able, not we, that was, I'm glad I stopped there. Uh, we can celebrate the birth of four children. Uh, we had two girls and two boys. This is amazing. It's good to keep them equal, two and two. It makes marriage easier later in life. I'm just joking. We're not, I'm not doing arranged marriages. I apologize. Uh, we dedicated three children. We baptized eight people. Um, our next water baptism, actually, if you're in the room and you're like, man, I missed that one. I really wish I could get water baptized. I'm just letting you know our next water baptism is happening on April the 17th. That's Easter Sunday. Uh, we're going to baptize people right here. And so if you want to be baptized, you can go online. The application is there. The class is a week or two before that. It's on April the 7th, I believe. And you're going to be able to get water baptized on Easter Sunday and celebrate just a new step with the Lord in your relationship with God. Um, our prayer ministry, as you saw us praying this morning, we want to start up our altar ministry again, where at the end of each service, we have people at the front willing and waiting to pray with you. Uh, we believe it's time to start that back up again. And so what we need is people to be a part of that team. If you're in this room and you're a part, your heart is for prayer and for praying for people, I want you to reach out to Gary Dalby or Pastor Melissa. Um, Gary, do you mind just standing real fast? If you don't know who Gary is, Gary is the head of our prayer team. That was very fast. He follows instructions to a T. Um, and so if you want to talk to him, uh, we're just going to have a couple different teams that we can pray with people at the end of the service. That was awesome. Thank you, Gary. Um, also, we have pre-service prayer in the Brooks Room. If you're newer to the church, you've been here the last couple of years, you may not even know what the Brooks Room is. And so the Brooks Room is actually just behind us. Uh, when you wonder, if you wonder where the worship team goes to and then they just, you don't see them again, um, they're actually just behind us and they're watching the service on a TV. And if you follow this hallway all the way around, you will find out what the Brooks Room is. And that's where we meet and we pray before the services. And can I just encourage you that if you want to be a part of that, just show up. Just show up. Don't be like, well, I don't like, who do I have to, nope, just come. We're in there about 8.40 every Sunday morning praying. And so just come in and join us and we're going to pray together. Um, as a church, for fun, we did our very first pregame Super Bowl show. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. Pastor Carlo and I, we enjoy it. Uh, we just kind of make fun of each other because uh, we don't know football. I'm actually impressed with how many football fans tune in because we don't have a clue what we're talking about. Uh, but we give away food. I think that's why you tune in. And so we had a great time doing that. We also raised as a church $1,500 for Hamlet School. If you don't remember that, that's when I had to be a vegetarian for a month. I remember that. Thank you, buddy. And I just want you to know, there was a lot of people connected to that school that had the same response. Because they were shocked that a church again showed up. They were shocked that the lead pastor of the church had to be a vegetarian for a month to raise the money for them. And so 
we realized the impact that we we're having on our community as we engage our community. Mother's Day, we did a drive-through giveaway. We gave away um, chocolates and tea and everything like that. We did a Father's Day giveaway uh, and drive-through, and we actually thought we were going to be closed for Father's Day. So when we planned the drive-through, it was going to give you a dad's root beer and a hot dog as you drove away, and then it turned into what looked like a tailgate party in our parking lot because we were open. And so we just prayed that police didn't drive by. Um, and then we kicked off our, 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 we had a kickoff outdoor service where we baptized people. We had the bouncy castles, the food trucks. We renovated our stage. And this was an amazing job done by people right in our own church. And this has just given us a, more room to do ministry. Um, I actually believe it's more comfortable to kneel and pray at because it's more at a level than bending right down to the bottom step. Um, and then we introduced something that you guys were really uh, part of and helped with, and we want to do it again this year. We started and launched a flannel, a flannel Sunday, which is where you bring your friends and invite them. You wear flannel, and then we had Pat's uh, apple fritters outside. I don't know if you remember those. You should remember those. They were delicious. And then October came, and in October, we raised $10,000 for Giftober. Um, if you actually want to continue to giving to this, you can. We always have needs. You saw the video of what we gave away already in the year of uh, 2021. And just near the end of 2021, we were able to bless our local high school. Because what happened was during COVID, um, a lot of kids needed technology at home. And when they took some stuff from, home, from the school, it didn't come back or it came back not uh, it came back uh, not working as well. And so we were in communication with the school and we found out there was a need for Chromebooks because there's a lot of students who attend that school who don't have computers at home. They don't have even internet at home. And so there was a need for these students to be able to access schooling and do their school. And so with communication with the school and communication with the board, we were able to give the school $3,000 and the board matched what we gave. And so all of this technology is kept in the library. The kids can go in, sign it out, and use it. And these students now have an easier way to do their schooling because of you. And again, blows a school's mind, blows a school board's mind of why is a church giving us money? Because we want to engage with our community. We want to engage with others. And we want to see God touch their lives and just open their eyes to a different understanding of what church is here for. We sent out 72 shoeboxes in Operation Children's, uh, Children's Christmas Child. Sorry, um, These are amazing things and for us to celebrate. Now, some of you might be wondering, Chad, these are all great, but how are we doing financially as a church? You're talking about giving away money, but where are we at financially? And I know that it's been a challenging year for many of you. Uh, so before we look at the finances, um, again, I actually want to say a huge thank you to all of you for your continued support. Because your continued support has been able to help us to bless our community. I realize that we can't do this without you giving. And I realize for a lot of you it's been a hard year, but you continue to give. And so thank you so much. Uh, we made a big announcement back in July, but with everything going on, I'm not sure if some of you remember, but back in July, uh, at the end of June, we paid off our mortgage. So now I realize that I promised all of you a bonfire, 
and I promised all of you s'mores, which we still plan to do when we are allowed to gather in a bigger number. I didn't want to uh, have multiple bonfires and all that kind of stuff. I want to do a big party with all of you. And so the moment that we can do a big party outside and we can have some s'mores together and all that kind of stuff, we're going to burn our mortgage and celebrate together in a way that we can. Now, so how did we do in 2021? Well, 2021, we budgeted for a revenue of $692,242. That's what our budget was. That's what we were, we were hoping to come in, that we could work with and operate with. Well, in 2021, our actual revenue was $700,209, almost $8,000 over budget. So you continue to amaze me in your faithfulness. Now... Some of you who understand finances are, well, that, Chad, that's great. We're glad that you brought in that much. Chad, how much did you spend? <laughs> so we budgeted to spend, because we are a nonprofit organization, we budgeted to spend $692,242. And so what we actually spent was $585,332, or $200. <laughs> so that is almost $100,000 less than budgeted. So what that explains is we had a great year and we're doing very well financially because of you and God's faithfulness. So thank you. But I have to say this. I believe we're doing well because of three things. One, God is awesome. Two, all of you are so faithful to give and support Bethel Church. You can clap for yourselves. It's well-deserved. And three, we have an incredible board of directors that are leading and giving leadership and guidance to our church. And so can you just thank them as well? If you are a part of the board of directors and you're in the room, will you just stand real fast? I did not tell them I was going to ask them to do this. And so if you're in the room and you're part of the board of directors team, can you just stand? Some people won't even know who is part of that. So if you look around, we have Kathy. Stand a little longer than that, Dan. So we got Kathy over here, Dan at the back, and Laura over here, and there's more people. That it, uh, there's nine board members, and so we will be voting on that tonight as well. And so thank you for your service. Thank you for serving so well. Um, now, here's what I don't want you to hear with these numbers. I don't want you to hear, oh, they're doing great. I don't need to give anymore. All right? Because we have vision. We have plans that we need to move forward with, and we're going to get into those in a minute. Um, but I want to encourage you that if you were giving 5 or $10 towards the mortgage, um, above and beyond what you were already giving, I want to encourage you to continue doing that. Um, and you can leave it just going to the general, or you can write, instead of mortgage, write building. Because if you've been here for a while, or you've been here uh, just new, I just want you to know, our building isn't getting any younger. And so we need to fix things, we need to keep working on things, and so this is going to help us. So now what's in store for this year in 2022 and the future for Bethel? Well, I have three exciting announcements to share with you today, and I'm going to try to get through them quick because I see the time. But I do believe we need to take time to celebrate what God is doing as we share for the future. So are you ready for what God's going to do this year? All right, so here's what I want you to do because you've been sitting for a while. I want you all to stand up for a minute because I don't think you're ready because if you were, you'd be a little more excited for what God's going to do. So I just want you to yeah, shake your legs out, stretch a little bit. I know you've been sitting for a while, Chad. I've been talking for half an hour already. I know the time. 
But I got exciting news for you, so I want you to be a part of it. So if you have to, shake your legs, do some jumping jacks, whatever you got to do, get the blood circulating. And once you are ready, then we can get started. So are you ready? Are you ready? All right, you guys can grab a seat. The first announcement, this one is really a quick one. This is a fun one, but I also think it's kind of a cool one. Um, a lot of you have seen the staff were walking around with different shirts that have Bethel and Bethel Church on them, and you've seen me with my engaged sweater and everything like that, and you've been asking us, hey, Chad, where are you guys getting this? Uh, how can I get one? You've seen me with my new coffee mug, and you're like, hey, how can I get one of those? First off, all the shirts that you see us wearing, Pastor Melissa made. And so instead of getting her to make all of you shirts, what we've actually done is through Steve, we've been talking with tall man promotions in town. And what we've actually created is we've created a Bethel store online. So you can go to our website. This will be live uh, now or in a few minutes or whenever Pastor Carlo, Pastor Carlo clicks live. Um, and so there's T-shirts, there's hoodies, there's mugs, there's uh, shirts. And Pastor Charles, there's socks. And so there's actually a, another page that I didn't take a, a screenshot of. And so there's lots of stuff there just because you're asking about it. And so there's tons of merch there that you can buy. All of the proceeds from it, any of the profit from it, uh, actually comes back to the church here that we can use for ministry. So if you're wondering how that works, you actually, it's Tall Men's website, so it's safe and secure to order and pay on. And then any of the profit that's above their cost, it comes to us, and we get to use it for ministry. And so it's just an amazing way that we don't have to carry extra stock. I don't have to guess how many shirts. You can order what you would like. And so it's just an amazing spot. Go have a look. You might see something that you want and grab it there. That's just a fun kind of announcement for us to give you this morning. And now we're going to get into some of the uh, bigger ones. What about the Blue Jays game? Uh, the Blue Jays game, they're not working right now. They're all laid off. Um, so the first one, the second one we have to talk about, I'm going to tell you right now, this is going to be a big ask for you guys. I'm asking you for a big thing. So are you ready? Just say, I'm ready. ready. All right. Many of you, if you came in, if you were a member of the church, you might have received an envelope already. And if you've opened it, you cheated. You're ahead of me. You've seen what we're going. So here's what's happening at the church. Our building, as I said, it's not getting any younger. And one of our biggest costs we have here in the building is our hydro. Um, if you walk through our building, some of the lights we've changed to LED, but a lot of them are not LED. And so if you walk through our gymnasiums and different rooms, you will see that the lights need to be updated. And so what we have done is we've, uh, you've walked through some of the building, you'll see that a lot of the lights are on uh, motion sensors, all that kind of stuff. We've installed all that so we make sure that we're being good stewards, that when the, no one's using that room, the lights are off. We don't have to follow up and turning lights off. I'm a parent at home, but I don't feel like parenting here, right? And so I'm amazed at how many rooms I go through in my own house turning lights off. And so here, we just have them turn on and off. And so we're trying to be good stewards, but we realize we have to go to another level. And so we've done our due diligence, but it's time to upgrade our facility and to create a better atmosphere and a building environment for people to come into. Um, but we also want to do our part in reducing the energy that we use. So we are looking to run a capital fundraising campaign to raise the funds for the church facilities lighting retrofit. And so you'll see this in a letter that you'll be getting, or if you haven't received a letter, you maybe stop by the visitor's desk on your way out, and they might be, they'll have a letter there for you. Um, but here is the numbers for you. Some of you are like, Chad, just give me the numbers. Here's the numbers. 
This current year right now, there's a grant that's available to us for $5,573. There's a grant that's available to help us with these costs. Our annual energy reduction will be 23,690 kilowatts. So we're going to save energy, which means then our annual savings by doing this is going to be $4,501. I'm not sure how they get the one, so we'll just say $4,500. All right, our annual saving will be $4,500. It's also going to make, help us with our annual maintenance by saving us about $580. So there's about 11-year window that we will make the money back by our savings. It'll take about 11 years to earn it back. And the total cost of this project is going to be $61,557. Now, for some of you, I realize that sounds like a lot of money. But if you get into lighting and, and redoing lights, you're going to find out this is what it costs. But it is going to save us money in the long run. And so this is an investment that's going to save us over the next 10 years. And it's going to continue to save after that. So we're asking everyone in the room, we're asking everybody online, everybody that calls Bethel home, we're asking you to consider giving above and beyond your tithe, above and beyond your regular giving towards this project. The reason I'm asking you to give above and beyond what you normally give towards this project is because if you take what you normally give and put it towards this project, we can't do the ministry that we're doing already. And so we're asking you to pray about it. You're going to receive an envelope with all of this information in it with an envelope about what you're uh, going to pledge or what you're willing to give towards this. And we want you, all of you to pray and consider what you will give to help us change uh, the church into a better setting, into a better environment, and help us to save money. And so here's what we have so far. We have church merch for you. We're asking you to join us in a capital campaign for the church lighting. And I have one more big announcement, and I know we've been going for a while, but I want you to be excited for this, because this is the big one. And so if we have talked about this year, about a year of engaging, that we've engaged God, we've engaged our community, we're engaging the church, and we're engaging others. Right now, tonight, we're picking it back up. We're engaging God with hearing God and taking time to hear his voice. We've been engaging our community with monthly initiatives that we have been doing, and we've been... Uh, asking you now to engage the church with a capital campaign. So what is one way that we can engage with others? What is one way we can engage with others? Jesus told his disciples in Acts 1.8, he said, you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and, and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So as I read through this, you begin to realize that he's just talking about the regions as they expand. And so we believe that we are doing a good job of Jerusalem, which is a town that we're in. We're in Stratford. In Judea, the surrounding Perth area, and then to Ontario, and then as the same to the ends of the earth. So I believe we're doing a good job ministering to Stratford. I believe we're doing a good job ministering to Perth County. But I do believe that we can do even a better job. I do believe that he's calling us to more. See, COVID has been hard on people. It's been hard on places, and it's been hard on churches. Many of you might not know this, but uh, just over a year and a bit ago, uh, Pastor Jim, who was the lead pastor of Living Rock in St. Mary's, he resigned. If you don't remember who he was, I remember just a couple Christmases ago, he got ordained right here in, this, in our church because they didn't have a place to meet together. Because they didn't have a place to meet together, they haven't been able to be a church. And because of that, 
St. Mary's Living Rock Church actually closed. So there's no Pentecostal church in St. Mary's anymore. About three or four years ago, myself and some of the leadership, we started talking with our district of what might it look like for Bethel as we continue to grow. What's next for Bethel as we grow? And we started to talk about different things. We started talking about different ideas. And one of those ideas was another church site or a church plant. And what could that look like? What could that be? And after Living Rock closed, we started to talk and we started to pray about what would it look like for Bethel to plant a church in St. Mary's. And so our plan is by Easter 2023, so just over a year, we will be planting a church in St. Mary's. I had no idea that was going to happen. We realize that we've already been a part and connected with that community. And so this feels just like the right next step to happen and take us to the next place as we grow as a church. So if you're in this room or you're watching online from St. Mary's, we're coming. Now, I say that with boldness because just so you're aware, this will have to come to the church membership in a vote. In the future, this won't be voted on today. It won't be voted on tonight. Uh, we've been praying and planning for a very long time on this. Yet, there's still a lot of questions that need to be answered. And so some of those we don't have answers for or we aren't able to share them at this moment yet. And so what we'd love for you to do is pray about this. Join us in the excitement because I do believe that every community, it's not that they just need a church. And it's not that they need a Pentecostal church, but I do believe they need a charismatic church that believes in the power of the Holy Spirit and how he changes lives. And so we will have a vote on that in the future. And so for some of you in the room that you're trying to figure out, you hear us talk about membership and you're like, what is this membership about? If you apply for church membership, you'll have an application. It'll show you what we believe. And as long as you believe the same things, you have to read through our bylaws, which is just an exciting read. Um, you have to read through it. Um, and then you become a member, and it gives you an opportunity to vote on all of these things and the direction of the church and who's in the leadership of the board and all that kind of stuff. And so we've gone through a lot this morning. So let's recap. Through another year of COVID, our ministries have been creative and flexible and continue to do well. Financially, we are doing well. Thank you. And thank you, Lord. You can now get some awesome church merch and church uh, swag. You are asking, we are asking you to partner with us as we continue to invest here at this church, at this location, and look after our facility to keep it up to date. And we're asking you to partner with us as we multiply our reach to multiply God's kingdom. And so we have some exciting times ahead of us. Amen? Amen. Well, let's pray. Father, we stand in awe. Lord, I stand in awe of what you're doing. And Lord, as, as leaders, as leadership of the church, Lord, we, we just humbly thank you. 
Thank you for uh, giving us wisdom and guiding us and leading us. And, Lord, we pray that you continue to lead us. Help us to answer all of the questions. Help us to be good stewards. Help us to be in step with you. Father, it's been our prayer from the beginning that, Holy Spirit, we do not want to be ahead of you. We do not want to be behind you, but we want to be in step with you. Help us to walk closely with you. Give us the wisdom. And, Lord, we just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for checking out this week's message, Bethel Church Podcast. We hope that it's blessed you and encouraged you, and that you come back and check out next week's message as well.